0: Hello, hello everyone. I'm Mariah, founder of Content Queen, a content agency and educational business for entrepreneurs and online business owners. I'm a digital nomad, passionate traveler, serial rambler, and big dreamer with a purpose to inform and educate. So I started this podcast to help more people like you on all things content creation, marketing, and business to help you build a more profitable brand using content marketing as a strategy. Join me as I share my top tips, my struggles, and my triumphs to help you in your business. Remember, content is king, and that's why I love being the content queen. Hello, everybody. Oh my gosh, how are you? What's been going on? It has been crazy. I'm currently recording this on the Monday. The podcast episode goes live tomorrow. Um, because yet again, I ended up in hospital. I'm okay, all good, but oh, it's just a journey, right? So fingers crossed I have some answers. I am very much ready to see the back of 2021. I loved this year. I had so much that happened, and I'm going to do a reflection podcast that'll come out in the new year, because I just need time to digest, and also I want to record it uh, this week and have it come out for the third of June. Jan, so I can actually have some time off. Last year, it was a very rushed time off. It was like the week of, and I was like, I just need a break. And I just told all my clients, but this time I've prepped, I've had everything organized. Of course, I haven't created every little piece of content, but that's okay because I'm going to do it this week and I'm going to have everything organized and done. And then I can enjoy 10 days off. I'm going to you know sign out of all the Instagram accounts, probably apart from my personal branding one where I will just uh, show up when I want to. I'm going to sign out of just like all the things so that I can have some really nice time off. So that is extremely exciting. Before I jump into today's episode, I just wanted to quickly mention that in the link in the show notes is a feedback form for the podcast. If you have time, I would love for you to fill that out. And then if you are on Apple, you can leave a review. If not, if you're on Spotify, that's fine. But submit that and you will go into the running to win a strategy session with me in the new year. I think I'm going to run it a little bit longer, see how it goes, and then, you know, announce the winner. So stay tuned for that. But I would absolutely love for you guys to just give me your feedback, tell me. It'll literally take five minutes. It's very quick. I just want to know all the things. um, And yeah, just definitely learn more about um, what you guys want, what you guys want to see, what you guys want from the podcast. I am going to be changing up the format for 2022. I'm so excited. I've just had a lot of time to reflect and think about where I want the business to go. And and I'm going to share all of that in the second week of Jan's episode, once I've sort of mapped that out. And hopefully that just inspires you guys to think that not everything has to be fixed. Things can be changed. And of course, it's scary. I'm terrified, but super excited. And I wanted to share all the things and give you just a really good um, overview of what the business will look like in 2022, what this podcast will look like. But I need time for it to stew. Um, I, I, um, I have been doing the exercise that I've shared. I don't know if you guys have seen it through the email or on socials, but what I've been doing is what I loved, what I didn't love, what worked, what didn't work and just answering those questions. And then I've mapped out every single marketing and sort of business strategy that I tried in 2021. And then how much time it took me, like low effort, medium effort, high effort, and the reward from that low, medium, high. I mean, you can actually put hours to it, but I mean, who has time for that? And then the comments on how it went, and then the goal for next year. And also the win, like the celebration, like what come from that. So I think it was a really, really cool exercise. I'm still going through it. I'm just giving it time I'm spending that this week doing all that. Um, but I highly recommend it if you haven't to definitely do that. And then of course, in the new year, like the Christmas new year period, I'm going to do my own personal reflection because as you guys have followed this journey, it has been insane, like honestly, so insane. Um, So yes, this episode is all, as the title suggests, using Instagram for 2022. I know I did last week like a full 2022 overview, but I know Instagram is just, it's one of my most popular topics when I talk about it, when I get guests to come on and talk about it. So I really wanted this guest to come on and chat. Um, I'm going to introduce her, but um, I think this is when this reflection time is really important to see, yeah, what what has worked in your business and what, um, especially from Instagram and, and what you want that to look like in 2022. Um, I might come back after the introduction and the episode and tell you what I'm going to do in 2022 for my Instagram, just so that you know, and you can take that as inspiration or you know do whatever, whatever you want with it. But today's guest is Corey Walker and she's the co-author of Instagram for Dummies and Instagram for Business for Dummies, a how-to guide for using Instagram to market your business. She's also the owner of the marketing specialist, a digital marketing agency in California. Corey works with several clients to produce social media content strategies including creating graphics and written content, advising on videos, scheduling content, buying ads and tracking analytics she loves helping businesses achieve success in the online world. And she was just such a joy to talk about. We, we, there is a lot of things to think about after this episode in terms of how you see Instagram. So let's jump in, chitty chat to Corey, and I'll come back and talk more about what I want to do for Instagram in 2022. Thank you so much, Corey, for coming on the show. Can you please tell everyone a little bit more about yourself and your business?
1: Sure. Um, Well, I live in Eldorado Hills, California, and I have been in business for a really long time. (laughs) I've actually had this business um, for about 16 years, Mm -hmm. and I started it when my first, I have two daughters, and my first daughter was um, about 18 months old. And so I decided I wanted to do something on my own versus, you know, working at a company and sitting in a cubicle all day. Um, So that's how I got it started. And I do, um, it didn't start off as digital marketing because that really didn't exist. (laughs) I'm making myself sound really old, but um, but yeah. So I started more with um, email newsletters and actual printed newsletters. Um, copywriting, graphic design, that kind of thing. And then um, as the years progressed and digital marketing became more of a, you know, took hold, then I started switching gears over to that. And so I really don't print anything anymore. It's all digital. So um,
0: yeah. Amazing. What an incredible journey. And it's just like, you know, when we have a vision and it just evolves over time, it's just, we kind of, you know, work with the platforms. And I think, Instagram is one of those ones where we're just learning to work with it um, and adapt to the changes and the evolution of social media. So we're going to chat about Instagram and you have a book about Instagram, which we will chat about. And all the new features of Instagram, Reels, all the things. I think it's a really good thing to wrap up the year thinking about the platforms that we're going to start using in 2022. So with Instagram and the use of Instagram in business, how do you yourself use Instagram and how do you encourage those around you to use Instagram for
1: business? Ah, good question. Okay. So, um, for my account, I'm, I'm very active. I'm on there pretty much Um, like five days a week, I've got something that I'm posting. Um, so of course I have, uh, jumped on the reels bandwagon and I really like it, which is funny because I never really liked being on video, but, um, for some reason, just the short form video, it, um, it just allows you to do something quick and fun. And then if you pair it with trending audio, especially like I did a lip sync the other day, which I haven't done a lot of those. So <laughs> it takes a little practice, but um, yeah. And then just some of the, you know, some of the music that's out and um, yeah, so that's been really fun. So I've been using reels. I've also been trying to um, use more carousels because mm-hmm. those seem to do better. And um, and anytime I mention this little tip, people are like, oh, I didn't know that. So with carousel, um, you know, every time someone sees it in your feed, they'll see it the first time they see the first page of your carousel. And then the second time they're going to just see the second one and on and on. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of like uh, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. And he's like, oh, it's kind of like a drip email campaign because it's like, you know, you just keep going through. I'm like, oh, that's actually a really good way to think of it. Um, so carousels Mm -hmm. I love. Yeah. And then stories of course. Um, so those are kind of the big three that I work with the most. And of course, just, you know, like regular one static post as well. Um, and then with my clients, I do the same thing. I have, um, some healthcare clients and they are kind of just starting on reels because you have to, you know, you have to have like a doctor that's willing to <laughs> do some of the stuff and not all of them are. Um, but then I have some restaurant clients. And so I've gone to a couple different restaurants and it's fun because I'll just go. And literally I went to this one um, Indian restaurant and I had him cook 22 different dishes. And I just took, you know, took little videos of the process. And then I would bring it back and, you know, snip it all together into a reel and those do amazingly well. So, um, so yeah, we do that and then we do some static posts and we do some carousel. So I, I kind of do that same, hmm. same plan for, um, for several of my clients, because it seems to be what's working the best right now. Hmm. That's awesome. I I love that idea of a trick. Email yeah. I thought that counsel. was really smart when he said that. I'm like, oh yeah. you. I mean, because a lot of times you will do it like one, two, three, or, you know, mm, so. Yeah. And I totally
0: agree. Um, I sort of see Instagram as almost like there's platforms within platforms with Instagram. Exactly. It's very dynamic Is there's a the feed content. There is your real content, there's stories, and it's almost like, and we've got video and lives right. and it's just finding the right, I guess, method for you and what works for your business. And I guess we don't really know that until we trial things, yes. give them, you know, some some love and actually not just post it once and then, oh, that didn't work because my reel didn't reach as many or some reels reach a lot and some don't. Um, yes, that it's, is true. <laughs> it can be extremely frustrating. It's the same with TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. So if we look at the changes to Instagram, I guess, with this short form video and you know um instagram coming out and saying that we are a video platform not just a photo sharing platform what do you think instagram is going to look like in 2022 what what sort of things i guess you know similar to what you've mentioned with reels and 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 um the the carousels and things are there things that you are looking to implement in 2022 or explore further next year
1: Uh, yes. Well, I do think that Instagram is going to keep, um, looking at whatever TikTok's doing and whatever's working and stealing it. (laughs) Um, so that's one thing, but, um, one thing that I have not really done and I should is more Instagram lives. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and bringing other people in to collaborate and, you know, do all that. So, um, so that's definitely one, if, if people are comfortable being on camera and even if you're not, if you can push yourself, um, yeah, doing some lives. And I know, um, I have one client who, um, has done some lives and she's got a pretty big audience. So she's actually getting checks from Instagram from their, you know, creator fund, um, for doing lives along with reels and things like that. So I'm like, oh, well, maybe I should think about that more. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely they're going to have a higher priority on video. The reels, you know, already it's the highest thing in the in the algorithm. And I think they're going to keep pushing for that as long as TikTok is a threat and it is a threat for them. So, um, so yeah, I, that's, uh, I actually just did a reel about this, uh, yesterday that was, um, oh, like a a client asked me, oh, I want to do Instagram, but I don't want to do any video. And my audio is just me laughing. (laughs) So, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, you're going to have to get in on video. That's what it's going to be about. Yeah.
0: And it's it's interesting because I think this is where storytelling plays a really important part and your story um, whether you're a business of, you know, 20 team members or whether you're a solopreneur, the story of the business and the people that make up that business are just so important. As you said, like getting a doctor on, on Reels and talking about five tips to XYZ, like yeah. how cool is that? And we're seeing on TikTok, we've got, you can see there's doctors that are doing incredibly well on TikTok. Oh, just yeah answering questions um doing a duet or they call it a stitch or a duet mm-hmm. on tiktok and you know adding their input and you know even just looking at tiktok and using it as I use it as, um, I, I watch it a lot, but I use it as
1: <laughs> market research. Um, yes. Too <laughs> bad you can't charge anyone for that, right? I know, I know. <laughs> and, um, yeah, just learning
0: from, it's just people want to hear from people, right? And, yeah, of course, it's daunting going on video and, you know, if you are someone in a, a profession that isn't, um, you know, like in the healthcare industry, or like so you're like, oh, this is not what we do. This is not what we're known for. Right. We all have it in us, right? Like mm-hmm. we're, you know, some of us are born creators, and some of us are made creators. And um, yes, I think definitely, I love what you said about just getting on video, even if you don't love it. Um, you learn to love it, right? And we all have a right. part in us that loves sharing our story. We love yeah. talking. So, you know, I think definitely. And even lots of introverts are utilising mm-hmm. that niche to create content yeah. off the back of, right? So, yeah, I think definitely in 2022, um, adding, I love the the idea of collaborating and going live with people. I think bringing people into your space and going into other people's spaces is community right i think instagram are really looking to build community and yes. um build that up and that sort of leads me and i guess to this question about selling on instagram
1: mm-hmm. um
0: it's something that i've been looking at for a while it's it's i have a different take on selling on instagram but i'd love to know you know your take on blending selling into our content or even your thought process on selling on instagram i mean do you see it as vital? Do you see Instagram as just a community builder, bringing people into your space? Like, I'd love to know your thoughts on this.
1: Oh yeah. No, there's, there's tons of people that are using it for sales, whether it's, you know, a lot of the accounts I follow, it's all digital products um, and um, courses and things like that. And they just, I mean, some of them really make a killing at it. And it's all, you know, it's a lot of it is they, they get the awareness and everything through Instagram, and then they direct them over to mm-hmm. an email list, and then they keep selling that way. So it's kind of that initial, I think most people, they, they build up their community on Instagram, get their, um, you know, no like and trust factor, and then send them over to the email. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how they make the final sale. But there are other, uh, I've seen, you know, a lot of boutiques that sell, di- they sell directly through Instagram and they use the shopping posts and all of that. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it's definitely a viable tool for, you know, direct selling or kind of the first tier to secondary selling. So yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. I love what you just said because I was reflecting on this the other day, B2C versus B2B. And mm-hmm. I find business to business, it's easier to get that email or get them into your funnel through Instagram than it is here by this. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, you've got your B2C where um, consumers are buying products off directly from ads on Instagram or mm-hmm. things like this. So I think it's really evaluating what works for your business because some sell directly off Instagram, You're right? You know, have the shop feature, People yeah. go straight to the sales page and buy. And then there's other businesses that need nurturing. And I guess right. it depends on your market. You know, how many people are not, not competitors because I don't really like that. But, you know, how many people yeah. do you have in that space that are offering something similar? And how can you make yours unique and different? Or how do you find that aligned audience? So I love that. And I think it's really good for people to start reflecting, okay, what process is working for me? Mm-hmm. Because we just see what everyone else does. And we try right. to replicate that. And sometimes... Yes it doesn't, it doesn't work out that way.
1: Yeah. And I really, I mean, there are so many people selling basically the same thing. So a lot of it is just getting to know your personality. And if they like you then, and they like what you're doing on Instagram. So that's, that's one of the things that I've really tried to push myself, especially in this last year to really get out and be the face of my product and, show people how it should be done so that they know oh well she knows what she's doing look at her account because I've had years where I kind of just ghosted Instagram and I was just busy with my clients working away and I didn't spend as much time on my own account um but since I've been really like dedicating time to it now I'm getting a lot more leads in and people saying like oh I love what you're doing and Um, it's interesting with Instagram because, you know, you always look at your likes and your comments, but you have to remember there's so many people that are watching that don't ever like or comment because I'll go out, you know, I was at a Halloween party and with just, you know, a bunch of friends and, um, and I had three different people that have never liked my stuff come up to me and be like, Oh my gosh, I love your videos. And so I'm thinking, well, why don't you ever like them? First of all, but thank you.
0: It's so true. It happens all the time. People are always watching and that's why vanity is. And it's so funny I was looking at my stats um for last month and reach and interactions were down, but profile visits and website taps were up. Mm. So don't always look at the surface level because underlying true. there's things that are telling you more. And I'm like I'd rather website taps to be honest. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: So yeah, Yeah. it's, it's, I love that you mentioned that because I think it's really important to look at the whole picture and um, not just kind of look at that vanity. And also too, yeah, Instagram just becomes that platform where people really, you become raw and authentic. And, you know, if you have a dog and if someone resonates because you have a dog, maybe they buy from you or maybe you like Harry Potter and they they want to learn from the Instagram woman that (laughs) loves Harry Potter you know they might not want to find it from someone else and I think it's like this is how we stand out which is my next question is you know how how do we use Instagram to stand out rather than just blend in
1: yeah well I mean what you were saying is is a perfect example is show your true side um you know I have two cats and sometimes they you know work their way into my videos. Um, Like I wouldn't be surprised if one crossed right in front of me right now. Um, Yeah. And like, I will show my silly side. And then on the other side, um, I also, I try to really do a lot of teaching and tutorials so that people know, like I mentioned before, that, that I know what I'm talking about, you know, and I'm, I'm not just copying everybody else. Like I'm trying to come up with unique things that other people aren't talking about. Um and I do think that the reels do help people a lot um to get to know you. Mm. Um because you know if you just put up a static graphic and you never show your face, they don't they don't get that connection um like they would either in some type of video. So mm. so true. So so going
0: into reels then I guess uh, what, what has been the main things this year that you have learned about reels and that could help others, you know, just, I mean, I, I know quite a lot of people listening do reels, but how can mm-hmm. we blend them more into our, our strategy and, and how do they actually just start to become a really important part of our creation, content creating on Instagram?
1: Well, I can tell you a few tips that I've just through trial and error have have figured out, do better. So the first thing is um, keep them as short as possible. So I've learned that like when it first went to 60 seconds, I thought, oh, awesome. I can talk for, you know, all this time and people will just be so engaged, no. And so I did, yeah, I did one and it was a tutorial and it was about how to do something on Reels or Canva maybe and it didn't do anything and then i did one which was like just it took me literally like 5 seconds to, <laughs> to make actually i think it took 7 seconds because that's exactly how long it was but um yeah it was just super short and i just like fell back on the couch and it was just had this audio thing with it and was showing how like oh this is how i like to relax on an afternoon and kick back early and then i the next frame you see me like sitting up with my glasses again because my day of course did not end early so um so yeah keeping it super short seems to work better um the sweet spot is almost like like seven or eight seconds it's Mm. it's kind of sad (laughs) that that's what we've been reduced to but people just have a short attention span so that's one um Another one is to have a hook in the beginning to, you know, get people engaged or do something like the last one I did, you know, I kind of popped in from the side, um, just something to like surprise them or keep them engaged. So they want to keep watching, um, use some transitions where you're, you know, maybe use something that swirls and then you go to the next scene. Um, let's see what else using know your face versus i've done some where it was like i had some i did stop motion and i had like something scooting across my desk stop motion i thought oh this is like really cool (laughs) and oh i liked it um (laughs) i mean not no one but it it did not do well um so yeah showing showing your face and being there as much as possible um, trending audio, whether it is, um, trending music or, um, you know, some of the lip syncs, um, those do really well. And then I also find having, um, in the very beginning, when you, when you have your cover photo, having some kind of title. So people know, Mm -hmm. you know, what, what it is they're going to watch and if they want to watch. Um, so those are some of the ones initially that, um, that I've noticed have really done well.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's super helpful, especially with the the time seven seconds. It's it's actually insane, but it's funny. I had a guest come on the podcast a uh, couple, maybe a month or so ago, and he talked about this seven second interval that you have, even with anything like a carousel. Or, a video, a presentation, it's like, you've literally got, you have to do it in like seven, like seven second intervals. And just like, <laughs> so if it is going to be longer than seven seconds, you have to capture them in that first seven seconds to watch the second seven seconds. And then, if, yeah. and then you've got to capture them in that. So this is kind of exhausting, but it, yeah. So if you can get them in that first seven seconds and you can continue, that's awesome. But otherwise just keep it at seven. <laughs> keep them in that.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that is true. You could do seven seconds and then have a transition. And then do another seven seconds if you had something and that would keep them, you know, hooked in hooked. And, yeah. and things like that. But, yeah, that's funny that he said seven seconds, because that is about the time that I realized, like, oh, yeah, after about seven seconds, people just X out and <laughs> just it's crazy. no attention spans. So, yeah, it's
0: so crazy. It's funny on TikTok. They now have like three minutes and yeah sometimes they can really capture me but then I'll just like drag the thing across and then watch to the end because I just want to (laughs) know what the end is but then I guess they get a watch because I've technically gone to the end so oh yeah stats will be happy but um yeah I think yeah obviously Instagram reels isn't going anywhere and I think as long as as you said as long as TikTok is popular um reels will continue to evolve and I have noticed reels are becoming uh, a little bit, that the timing of the reels lasts longer now. So like, for example, if you post one and you don't get mm. traction within the first couple of hours, you kind of did. But then after that, I've noticed they've started to come back around and some reels I've posted like three weeks ago are now like getting more views. And it's like, hmm. And then I yeah. read something about how, yeah, the algorithm is slightly changing to make um, set and forget type content come back around um, so that is exciting for the reels. Yeah. Yeah. And to
1: make more. <laughs> definitely. And that's, I do tell people like if, if it didn't hit right away, just leave it there because it might hit in another week or two. And then I've had, like you said, like I had some that they actually did really well. They, they, they seem to do this thing where they sit there for like, 20 minutes and they just get you know creep along and then it goes whoosh and it it does you know a thousand views all in like it seems like 10 seconds like it's just they just send it out to everybody right away um and then i think it's kind of testing the market like okay do people like this or do people not like this and then based on that it either keeps going or just kind of peters off Mm. um but If you're doing the reels more regularly, a lot of times what happens is people will see one and they're like, oh, hey, I like this person. And then they'll go back and watch a lot of the other. I mean, I do it personally. Go back and watch a lot of the other ones. So your other ones will start getting traction because of a recent one. So Mm -hmm. that's crazy. The algorithm
0: is is a fun time and also not a fun
1: time. Yes.
0: (laughs) I think um, they might be following something similar to TikTok where, uh, TikTok will show it to a small audience, mm-hmm. then a bigger audience, then a huge audience, and then they gauge whether it works or not, and that yeah. determines the success of the yeah. content. So it is, um, you just ha- it's it's funny because some reels might not take you that long, but the thought process around how to produce it and make it engaging. Sometimes can drive everyone a little bit crazy. So it's just being oh, yeah. mindful of the time you spend versus the effort or the the reward, the effort versus reward, right? So like
1: how yeah. much energy you put into something versus what you get from it. True. And some of the ones that I see people do, like now that I've done enough, I know, you know, what it takes to do this this and this. I'm like, oh my gosh, they must have spent so much time like somebody that, you know, changes outfits and does like pops down and then pops back up in a new outfit 10 different times. I'm like, oh, my goodness. But a it's, a it's, lot. A lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And it's too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's
0: just like keep it simple, you know, like, yeah. yes, those reels are great. But at the end of the day, it's like how long did it take? I did a 30-day Instagram reel challenge as a bit of a test, you know, testing for the audience. Um, mm-hmm. It was exhausting. It was generally <laughs> I so I think so. I was like, yeah,
1: I I try to do like one a week. That's about my bandwidth right now. And I would like it to be more. And I really, I really need to sit down and just batch out and and think of a bunch of ideas and just, you know, Mm. get it done. And I don't seem to find the time to do that, but that's, it's on my 2022 plan That and lives is to, you know, get better about that. But, but yeah, I do try to do at least once a week. So it's, you know, stays fresh and stays stays out there. So it's not just all static posts. And- yeah.
0: But I think that's a good goal for the, you know, every entrepreneur, whether they're a, a social media marketer or not, it's yeah. like one a week. If you can commit yeah. to one a week, like that's amazing, right? And if you want to do more, you can do more. But like, you know, how can you, because sometimes in our content strategy, especially for Instagram, like a static post, isn't going to take it or we can outsource that or, you know, whatever. Whereas like maybe a reel, I mean, depending on your outsourcer, how we can navigate that, get that going. I mean, I create reels for people that don't, Live in. My, I don't film for them. I just tell them what I need from them. They send me mm-hmm. it. I create it and post it. Unfortunately, we can't schedule reels, which would be amazing. Yeah, uh, hopefully <laughs> soon. And we also don't really like in terms of the su- success of a reel. We really only have the reach, right, and the and the the plays and things like that. We we yeah. hopefully soon will have a little bit more um, about like more lessons and things um, that. We can, you know, learn the success of a reel more than we have now, which would be amazing because at least yes. we don't have as much to tell yeah. The only time I really could identify whether the reels was, getting me website clicks was when I only did reels for a month. Oh that's,
1: yeah, that's the only way to find out, right? That's <laughs> true. Only have so. Reels how did it. it affect things? It was interesting.
0: It I definitely had more reach, um, but the website taps they, they were pretty much the same Mm -hmm. as, so like my effort versus reward, I felt like it didn't, what it didn't amaze me, you know, it didn't. Yeah. um, Yeah. I didn't think it was worth doing a reel every single day. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. And I think there's something about, you know, if people are just watching it in their feed, they, they might be more apt to like click through somewhere, but I think once they get in the reels app, third or the reels, you know, area mm. They're they're just in that scroll mode, you know, and I find myself not liking as many things when I'm just in that scroll mode. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's cute. That's cute. That's cute. And I don't like anything, mm-hmm. but if I saw somebody I knew and it was more like in my feed, then I'd be like, Oh yeah, I like that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's so weird, but it's interesting when you monitor your own behavior, right? Because the one thing that TikTok has that Instagram
0: doesn't is the little profile photo and the plus button. So mm-hmm. you can easily start following someone from a reel. Cause that I'm more likely to follow someone if I like their reel than like it or yeah. the content, right? And right. that's the one thing because if we think about a real, you're, as you said, you're in the real area. You then have to click out of reels. And usually I'm in that trance where I'm, 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 reeling. I'm like, yeah, exactly. I'm in
1: real mode. <laughs>
0: and right, then right. You're not, you're not going to action. You're not in action mode. Yeah. Whereas in totally. the feed, you're more in action mode. So, like, even that little, little follow mm-hmm. button in the real feature. it's too much effort. <laughs> I know. I'm hoping they give us that. And that's my yeah. call to actions in reels just need to be very simple because the next, it's like, what's that next step? Okay, read the caption. Okay, read the caption. That next step is follow. Okay, am I going to get out of Reels? Probably not. Mm-hmm. So I might not do yeah. that. So it's just like being very intentional with your good action with your Reel as well, because um, some people aren't ready to leave the Reel
1: area. So it's, it's yeah. so very interesting. And that's that's interesting too, is I do see a lot of those that it's like read the caption, but if I'm in my scroll mode, I don't even like I, I can't even take the effort to click to <laughs> see through their caption. So it's almost like, well, you need to get those main points within the reel rather than just say read the caption because I've I've seen people that they don't really say that much in the actual reel, they save it for the caption. But um, but yeah, that's this is good. This is good findings here because yeah, the the scrolling through it really does affect, you know, your action because yeah. I think you're just in that mind-numbing scroll. If you don't want to do anything, but just, yeah, you know, glaze over and watch. Yeah, so it's it's super interesting to
0: actually set a purpose for your reels. I think like, mm-hmm. what is the objective from the reel? And the objective might just be for reach or education. Or thought. Yeah. it might not actually be to ask people to do something because. They're probably not going to do it in real mode or, yeah, as you said, I love what you, the the um thing you pointed out is like you have to get it into the real because if you're expecting someone to read a caption, mm-hmm. unlikely. It's more like yeah. here's the information. If you think this is enough information for you, great. If you don't, I've got some in the caption you can read or you can follow. Like It's just like yeah. trying to, and I think this is the most important thing to get out of today and with Instagram it's like really monitoring how you use it as a person like as a user like for anyone listening you know um we trial and test this with multiple people so we kind <laughs> of as creators for other businesses we see what works in different industries not just right. one so it's very important as a cr- creator for your own business to actually observe how you consume and then try to implement those lessons because we just expect our, you know, our audience is going to absolutely love everything we do because we love it (laughs) and it's going to just take action and it's often can lead to disappointment, unfortunately. That is true. Unfortunately. So you have a book
1: on Instagram.
0: And I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about your book and who who can really benefit from this because I think it's awesome.
1: Okay. So um, I have two books. So I have, um, Instagram for dummies and that one is really for anyone that's just trying to learn how to use Instagram. They're not really using it as a marketing tool. They just, you know, want to, want to learn how to use, um, the app itself. Um, so that one is, um, they're both actually available on Amazon. And then Instagram for Business for Dummies is the one that I, I kind of talk about more because I'm a marketer and it's more of a marketer's book. Um, so that one really dives deep into how to use Instagram to market your business. Mm-hmm. Um, so it goes into, um, it talks about Reels, it talks about Instagram Live, it talks about um, you know what makes for good content. It talks about how to find followers, um, you know, kind of the whole spectrum. And I will tell you, so it it was me and we have I have two co-authors, Eric Buteau and Jen Herman. And we had to do like all our own screenshots, test everything. And then we had someone else, um, like a, a tech person through the publisher, also went through and like tested everything to make sure that we were accurate. Um But yeah, so everything's been tested. Now, the book came out in the beginning of this year, the latest um, Instagram for Business for Dummies. So there may be things I need to go through it again, because there may be things that have already changed. Um, For instance, Reels, literally, we were putting the book to bed. It was done and then they announced reels and we thought, oh, I think this is going to be big. We better stick it in there. So, <laughs> so we had to learn reels really fast. Um, and I'm sure they've added things since that even went in. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that book is really great for anybody that, you know, you can be a beginner, but then I've also had people that have, you know, digital agencies and they're like, I learned stuff in that book because, mm. You know, we go deep into some of the areas that if you're just using it day to day, you might not really care about or even know exist. Um, So we, yeah, we go into some of those deeper places. We talk about how to do um, Instagram ads through the Facebook ads manager, um, all sorts of things. So it's, it's a very good resource, mm. if I do say so myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And I think no matter where you're at in your Instagram journey, if it's a platform for 2022, that you're like, this is where my audience is, this is what I need to do, then you have to go all in with it and really just give it a crack. I think, you know, we can trial lots of different platforms. uh, And then once we find the sweet spot for the platforms that we enjoy, we know works, it is worth having these resources on hand, you know, for when you want to. And, And these are the sorts of books where, you know, if you want to dive into a certain area of Instagram and just focus on that, could be, you know, getting more, um, yeah, following more people or finding your your um your audience, then you, you know, you focus on that area because this with Instagram, it's not just a matter of creating content either. It's a networking platform, it's a social media oh, yeah. platform. Yeah. So there's so many different elements to it that I think, you know, it's just all about working out what the purpose of Instagram is for you and your business and how you can move forward with that test, you know. The assumptions that you make and you know bring that to life and i think this is a perfect book to just um just dive in and learn more was there was there things when you were when you' were writing the book that really surprised you about instagram were there things you were like oh my god people you know don't
1: even know this or little hacks or things that really surprised you yeah i mean well just that there was i learned more about like group messaging that i hadn't really thought about um yeah i mean it's just there's there's so much to it, like archives that, you know, you can go back in your stories archives mm-hmm. and like re revisit those stats, um, just all the insights. And um, yeah, so when you write a book like this, you, you learn because <laughs> you have to. So, I mean, I already knew Instagram, but I learned so much more writing the book because you just have to dive in. Um, and one thing w- when you're saying about the book, uh, about like looking up one specific part. Um, it was written specifically so that you could just skip to any chapter and mm-hmm. just say, okay, I want to learn about this today. And it would make sense as its own little capsule. Um, because yeah, it's not, it's not the type of book that's meant to be read from cover to cover. It's more like, okay, I need to know this, page, you know, 53. Mm. So, um, so that's, that's kind of a nice thing about it. And it's, um, it's, it's well laid out and easy to yeah. use. So it's like the Bible. It's the Bible <laughs> to Instagram for
0: everyone that needs it. And yeah. I think too, when you learn the features, right, you can learn your own little hacks. Like for mm-hmm. example, I know someone that uses the close friends feature on Instagram mm-hmm. as a mem- paid membership. So what they did is they set up a PayPal link, very simple, got people to join the PayPal link and sign up on a monthly payment. And then she implements content to just that small group of people that is secret, exclusive Mm -hmm. and paid. Like how, how easy is that? Yeah, Like it's super easy. And you know, if you don't have money to invest in these course platforms or things like that, like obviously mm-hmm. people can't go back over and, and watch the con. I mean, maybe they can ask for it and you can send it. I'm not sure how she does that. But that's where the, yeah. like you said, you've got archives. All right. your content is there. Um, Obviously, there's a debate of, you know, that content is not yours and it could leave you overnight. But, I mean, that's if you save it to your fo- yeah. to your camera roll, you know, I'm sure there's things yeah, you, that you can
1: do to secure that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, if she wanted to repurpose it, she could just save the story, mm. and there yes, it is. Yeah. So, and that's it's, a great idea. It's it's amazing that she managed. You know, just quickly get something up.
0: Um, you know, and and there's just so many little things that you start to look at Instagram in different ways, and like how can I build this? And I've learned a lot. I mean, in this year, just I started a new Instagram. I have my personal brand Instagram, and then my content queen. Instagram and I just learned so much about what I want to use Instagram for. And I think everyone has their own and, you know, taking on that model of using Instagram to be a thought leader and then leading people to my email list and and things like that. That's like how I've now developed this relationship and I love Instagram and I know it's going to continue to grow my business. But for me, it's like, I'm not personally for me, I'm not, I'm going to build relationships on there, but I I can't, I can't see someone grabbing me as a my full retainer package from, you know, just following me on Instagram once. I mean, it happens, right. which is amazing, but it's not <laughs> my core nice. focus, right? Like for me, it's yeah. like, okay, where does Instagram fit within my marketing strategy? And then you build this different relationship with Instagram and it doesn't become a, oh my God, this is the only way. If I don't show up, I won't make money. Uh, you know, you start to see it as just a tool within your exactly. toolkit of, of marketing strategies that just help you on that journey. So I think that's really important for me to have remembered and realised and implemented, and I think a lot of people are in that that same position.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: For sure. Well, this is awesome. I love chatting (laughs) about Instagram. I think for
1: 2022
0: there is just so many things we're going to see within Instagram. There's just so many changes, especially with, you know, Facebook going to the Meta and all sorts
1: of things happening. I don't know if I fully understand, but I don't, I I have not like even, I'm just like, oh, I can't. So yeah, we'll learn when we need to learn. Right. Exactly. Um, But
0: yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Um, how can people find you? I know you have so many resources, um, to help people with the world of Instagram. So tell us how
1: we can find you and, and all the resources that we need. Okay. So, um, well, my main, my website is themarketingspecialist.com and actually if you go out there, if you go to themarketingspecialist.com slash freebies, you can get my, um, my checklist for converting reels. So it's got like 10 tips and it's a checklist um, some of them are the ones that we talked about today already, but it's kind of fun to just have it right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have a um, a full reels ebook that's available. Um, so if you download the checklist, I have a special price. It's only seven dollars for the ebook, and it's about oh, twenty pages. And it has, you know, like step by step how to do it and tips, and um, so it's a it's a good resource, I think. Um, <laughs> and then um, on Instagram, I'm at Corey C. Walker, so it's C. O. R. E. Y. C. W. A. L. K. E. R. I'm on LinkedIn as Corey Walker, and I'm on Facebook as the Marketing Specialist. So amazing! Those are my top places.
0: Awesome, and there'll be so much content for everyone to consume and get so much value. So thank you again for joining and everyone can, I'll put your resources in the show notes and everyone can check out your book as well and have it as their, you know, next to their desk and ready for 2020 to just absolutely kill Instagram. So thank you so much for joining me. I've loved chatting. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: (laughs) I love chatting too. (laughs) Thanks so much. How amazing was that? I got so many cool takeaways from, you know, utilizing carousels, utilizing Instagram reels, and just like how we see Instagram and the different elements of Instagram. And there is just so, oh, sorry, hit the mic. There is so much on Instagram that we can take and learn and develop and grow. So this got me really thinking about how I want to use Instagram in 2022. And from a lot of reflecting, um, yes, I, I can sell on Instagram. I've had podcast interviews with amazing guests, including Claudia, who come on and chatted all about selling on Instagram. And she does it very successfully. And that is her platform. That is her gem. But every audience is different. And from reflecting my own audience, Instagram isn't a place where I want to sell. I want to show up and give value and just like ask for those little things. Like Kylie spoke about in our episode on email, building an email list. Um, She talked about this give, give, ask. And give value, give value, ask for something. And for her, her ask is to join the mailing list, is to read a blog, is to listen to a podcast. And I loved it. I loved how she does that because I think that really aligns to me. So for 2022, for Content Queen, I really want to dive into being this thought leader and this educator on content marketing, storytelling, and strategy, and blending this together to really build a space where people can come and get the value that they need. They can watch the reels. They can you know, uh, scroll through the graphics. They can look at the infographic, and then they can decide what action they take next. Obviously, the call to action will still be to go to my website, to download my freebie, to check out my podcast or my blog, but I do not want to have launch periods. It's just not something that I want to do. It's I've tried it. I have had success from it, but it's not 100% what I feel called to doing. And that is okay. It's my business. I get to decide. And then I have this personal branding Instagram of just me, where I really want to build this up as a storytelling space, sharing my story, sharing the stories of the people around me, and really building this up as just this really beautiful, inspirational, motivational, Storytelling space. So that's what I want to do with Instagram, and I want to utilize each feature mainly focusing on uh, for Content Queen infographics, uh, carousels, and reels, and potentially some live collaborations. And then with Content uh, Mariah tapping into this video space, quotes, uh, you know, static images, and uh, live content. So that's sort of what I've put out there. I haven't put it down and done my strategy because. Even though we want to have it all worked out, we just need to give this time to brew and to, you know, um, really give it space to to think about. So that is it for the episode. I would, as I said, love for you to just jump down to the show notes, click the link to the form that just asks you to. Fill it out, what you want to see. If you want to be a guest, there's a perfect opportunity because there's a space for you to fill in because I want to tell your story. I want to tell your story to the world and I want to give your tips to the world as well. And I want to have that, I want to create that space. So if you want to be a guest as well, perfect opportunity for you to tell me that you're interested and we can chat. So take your time, fill that out. I would love to hear from you and be a content queen or king. And remember that developing your content develops your business. I hope you have the most beautiful holiday period, New Year period. You know, reflect and just take time. Have a break from social media, have a break from content creation. Do what feels good in this moment. Because remember, not everyone's going to be online, everyone's having their own breaks. Don't stress about getting ahead of the game because you know what? It is time to relax. So, from the whole content queen team, thank you so much for making 2021 so special and so amazing. And just, oh my gosh, I'm so, so grateful for all of you who have listened, who have joined the mailing list, who have read a blog, followed me on social media, you know, contacted me for services. Like, I love you guys so much. And you have made not just the business journey, but my personal journey, my healing journey, just so much better you know, you've really helped me pull through 2021 and I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening just today and every episode that you've listened to. I have absolutely loved delivering this podcast to you guys. Just make sure you share this with your friends and your entrepreneurial friends, your business friends, whatever. And, you know, tag me on Instagram, share it to your stories, at Content Queen Mariah, tag us. You know whatever you can do to spread the love of this podcast i would be so internally grateful if you rate and review of course if you're on apple amazing please do and just share i want to share this message i want to share your message whatever you know all the things follow me on instagram connect with me on linkedin and let me know any topic you want me to talk about in the future there is the feedback form below where you can fill that out and tell me i love you guys have the best break I love you so much and I will talk to you guys in the new year. Bye.